What is up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of What Do I Know, where pop culture meets books. Um, yeah, welcome to another episode, guys. Um, today is Valentine's Day, so I want to wish everybody a happy love day, happy Valentine's Day. Um, shout out to all the couples out there. I'm loving all the Valentine's Day content. Um, shout out to all the black love. I love to see it. Love to see the beautiful black couples out there. And just shout out to love. Love is beautiful. Um, I'm very, I I love to see love. You know, I love to see the engagements. I love to see the weddings. I just, I love to see love content. You know, I like to see the babies, the product of you guys' love. So yeah, happy Valentine's Day. And happy Valentine's Day to to not just the couples, just to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day to my fellow single people. You know, Valentine's Day is not just about romantic love. It's about all love, okay? Love for your parents, love for your children. If you have children, love for your siblings. It's a day to celebrate love. So, yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, Y'all do not know what I went through earlier today. Somebody hacked my damn podcast account I didn't even know that was possible literally so I record my podcast on this app called anchor and it like distributed distributes it to like um other podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that and I've been doing it for three years now actually oh my god yeah this month will actually be the third year anniversary shit when is actually my anniversary yo oh my god I just thought about that I gotta look that up I I, this month is actually the three-year anniversary of my podcast to be honest I think I already missed the damn um anniversary y'all oh my god I just realized that I think I missed the anniversary of my podcast so also happy third anniversary to my podcast (laughs) Anyway, so my podcast got hacked, right? Literally, I use Anchor to record it. I usually record it just like on my phone. And because I don't record, um, you know, because I don't record as often as I should, I don't really get on the, the Anchor app that much. So I had gotten on the Anchor app like a couple weeks ago. The last episode I recorded was on January 15th. And so I gotten on it like a couple weeks ago. I noticed I got signed out. Like, I tried to log in and I couldn't log in. I just assumed that, like, you know, I had updated my phone or some shit. So I thought it was that. So today I was really trying to get in because I'm like, I want to record an episode today. And the shit would not go through. Y'all, I was fucking freaking out. So I go on my laptop because sometimes I record on my laptop. I was signed out of that too. So that's when I knew. I was like, okay, somebody definitely hacked my account. And so when I did forget password... They were like, oh, we're going to send, you know, they do the put your email. We'll send you the link to reset your password. I never got the link. And I like literally put it in there like seven times. They never sent me the link. And so then I looked my podcast up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I saw that the, um, like the creator, like, you know, it'll have the podcast and then it'll say bye. And then it'll have the name of the person. I saw the name of the person wasn't me. It was some random person. I was like going crazy. I'm like, who the fuck would hack my podcast? Like, that's insane. I can understand 
like hacking like social media and you know obviously people's bank accounts but like hacking a podcast like what good is that the person didn't even delete my old episodes they literally just like hacked my podcast and kept everything the same it was so weird so I was on with anchor the the app that I used to record I was like on with the chat agent for like 30 minutes trying to get my damn podcast recovered I mean y'all I went through hell like literally an hour ago trying to get this shit back but thankfully my lord is with me and I got the podcast back and I'm back because I was like dreading having to start over like I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to create a new Instagram I was freaking out but I'm back anyway so yeah just definitely I have to like enable two-factor authentication or some shit because I don't I don't even know how the person got a hold of my account that's like what's bothering me because I have no idea how they did it and I like asked the like anchor person I was like how can I prevent this from happening like how how did this person get into my account and the guy was like well we really don't know but I would just say change your password more often or something I think I'm gonna have to do that and then somehow enable two-factor authentication because that was crazy like and it was scary like I have no idea I, I, I can't even think of how the person could have done it but anyway again I'm back so whatever um oh so I just looked up the anniversary of my podcast is actually February 3rd damn February 3rd was the first episode I ever published it was Mamba Mentality y'all Anyone who's been listening from the beginning, you guys know I created my podcast after the death of Kobe Bryant. Um, His death, like I said before, really affected me. And so I um, kind of like adopted like his, you know, mama mentality, which was like his like the term that he coined, which was just about like, you know, locking in and achieving your goals no matter what and so one of the goals I've always wanted to do is have a podcast and so I named the first episode after his uh phrase mama mentality and yeah so happy third year anniversary to what do I know where pop culture meets books as y'all know it used to be pop culture meets politics because 2020 was a crazy political year and I was trying to get my CNN on and update y'all on what was going on but to be honest politics is incredibly boring so I changed it to books um I changed the books I want to say I rebranded it to books like last year I think like towards the end of last year um so yeah I can't believe I've had this podcast for three years time flies um so yeah speaking of Kobe actually this past January 26 was the three-year anniversary of his death him and his daughter Gianna and the other seven passengers all passed away three years ago um in January 26 of 2020 you know again cannot believe it's been three years like I literally I feel like he I feel like they just died yesterday like I will never forget it like literally Kobe's death and Michael Jackson's death are probably the two celebrity deaths that have like really affected me the most like literally I remember when Michael Jackson died I was in ninth grade and that was like insane and then same thing when Kobe died it was just crazy it was really crazy I I still to this day can't even believe he's dead um yeah yo may he continue to rest in perfect peace may Gigi continues to rest in perfect peace 
May um the other seven passengers also continue to rest in perfect peace. The NBA actually had their 75th. It was like NBA 75. So it was like the 75th anniversary of the NBA last year. Like I want to say it was like late last year. And um so it's like where they honor like the top 75 players of all time in the NBA. And it was very bittersweet. Obviously, like the like biggest players in the NBA were there, Michael Jordan and Shaq and Chris Webster, what whatever his name is. You know, the top NBA players are all there. It was just very sad. It was like bittersweet to see because Kobe should have been there. You know, just seeing all of them interacting and taking pictures. It was very emotional because it's like Kobe should be here. And then LeBron just surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um with the most, I think now LeBron has scored the most points in the NBA now. So I don't know. Anytime things like that happen, I just always think of Kobe. Oh yeah. Shout out to LeBron for doing that. I'm not a big LeBron fan. I feel like I've said that before. I'm not a big LeBron fan at all, but um, that's a really big thing. Congrats to him. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, may he continue rest in perfect peace and um, yeah. All right, let's get on with the episode y'all. So first up, on Drop It Like It's Hot Topics, obviously, the Super Bowl was this past Sunday. Um, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl against the um, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, surprisingly, this year, I think for the first time ever, I actually watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, I, was at, I went to a Super Bowl get-together with a few friends. So this is the first time I think I've ever in my life actually watched the Super Bowl in real time. It was very interesting. I do not like football. <laughs> I think I've said that before. I hate football. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't like it. I prefer basketball. I like I love basketball. I understand basketball because I played it. Basketball is indoors. Um, they don't get head injuries. Like I just prefer basketball. I could name five basketball players off the top of my head. Football, no dice. But um, I went to so yeah, I went to a Super Bowl get together. I mostly went because I wanted to watch Rihanna's halftime show. Um, Because, like I said, I don't like football. But it was kind of interesting to watch. Again, I don't understand it. So, at a point, I was definitely getting a little bored. (laughs) But, um, yeah, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. I did want the Eagles to win just because I live near Philadelphia. (laughs) So, um, I just felt like, you know, it'd be cool if they won, I guess. I think the Kansas City Chiefs actually won pretty recently. I want to say they won in like 2021 because I remember I remember when they won, I had announced it on my podcast and I had said that Kansas City was in Kansas and a bunch of people corrected me and told me that Kansas City is not in Kansas. It is in Missouri, I think. I think Missouri. So, but anyway, shout out to them. Um, apparently their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, or like this Super Bowl was historic because there have never been two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl before. There was Patrick Mahomes on the Kansas City Chiefs and Jalen Hurts on the Eagles. Okay, first of all, we got to get rid of that one drop roll bullshit. Okay, Patrick Mahomes is mixed. He is not 100% black. He is mixed and... I don't know. I don't really know. I, 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 I don't know about referring to mixed kids as black anymore because I just don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. They're not fully black. He's mixed. So he would be the first mixed 
quarterback, not the first black quarterback. I do think that there's a difference, especially like, okay, I'm going to cause some controversy by saying this, but I feel like with mixed kids, there's a big difference between mixed kids that have white moms and mixed kids that have black moms. And Patrick Mahomes has a white mom. Do with that information what you will. Anyway, um, but congrats to him um, and congrats to the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, like I said, I watched, mainly watched it for Rihanna's performance. As you all know by now, Rihanna performed at the Super Bowl halftime show where it was revealed that our girl is pregnant with baby number two. So big congratulations to Rihanna. Very exciting news. I mean, she wasted no time. Like that first baby, I want to say the first child is like six months old. We just like pictures were um came out on came out of him a couple months ago. I, I cannot remember when she gave birth to him, but I want to say he's like six or seven months old. So they're gonna be very close in age. Like they're basically gonna be Irish twins. She's gonna have two under two. But you know what? Rhea is about to be 35. I forget that she's like, I didn't even, I forget she's in her mid 30s. So yeah, go ahead and knock him out now, girl. Get him, get it done now. This is this is the most fertile you'll ever be. Um now down to the negative part. Okay. This is my opinion on her Super Bowl performance. Everybody has been giving their opinions. Um, and it's really just split in the middle. Some people really liked it. Some people did not like it. I am on the did not like it side. I did not like Rihanna's performance. <laughs> I just, and when I was watching it at first, I wasn't even sure if she was pregnant at first because I didn't want to body shame because I knew that she had just had the first, the first baby. But then I thought about it. I was like, usually celebrities, like once they have a baby, they try to snap back as soon as possible. And if she knew she was going to go to the Super Bowl, I just feel like she would have had a girdle on. So that's what made me realize that she was pregnant. I was like, oh my God, she's pregnant because her stomach was visibly big. So when I, when I was watching it at first, I was, that was the first thing that caught my eyes on. She was pregnant. And so we were kind of like, okay. And so then I'm watching it and I'm just like, this ain't it. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, y'all. Rihanna really didn't give much of anything. She did. I it just, I don't know how to describe it, but it just wasn't it. It like compared to like the last couple Super Bowls, like last year when they had Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige and Snoop Dogg, this performance was just like mid. It was mid. Now, I will say the backup dancers, they did a great job. You know, I really enjoyed the backup dancers. I like the levitating platforms. Um, but other than that, you know, Rihanna herself really didn't give much of anything. And you could just tell that she was tired. You could tell she was winded at a certain point in the performance. She's sitting down <laughs> like, and okay, again, I get it. She's pregnant, but like, like, come on now. You know, I hate to compare it to other like woman, e.g. Beyonce, but <sighs> I don't know y'all. It didn't give what it was supposed to give. And I didn't like, I didn't like some of the songs she chose. Like, I didn't understand why she chose All of the Lights. All of the Lights is Kanye's song. You sing the hook. Why would you sing that song? Same thing with Run This Town. Again, not your song. You sing the hook. You were, you featured on those songs. So I didn't understand why she chose, out of all the songs in her catalog, 
why she would choose those two songs. And I'm thinking when she's singing those songs, I low-key did think Kanye was going to come up there. But, you know, obviously he has banned himself. I don't know, y'all. I, th- I felt like the whole thing was just like one big fancy commercial. <laughs> like, because then at a point she like stopped to check her face in the mirror. Obviously that was a fancy ad right there. Like, I don't know. It didn't give what it was supposed to give. I personally, I rated a four out of 10. I did not like it. And the thing about it is like when Rihanna was first announced as a performer, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I knew she was, I knew it, I knew it wasn't going to be like a great performance because to be honest, Rihanna is not a great live performer. I have never seen her perform live in person, but I remember when she was on tour, like back in like 2017, 2018, I think that's when she was on tour last. And I remember seeing videos of the, of her performances and she didn't give much, you know, because let's keep it all the way 100 y'all. Rihanna cannot sing. She is not a great singer. Her stage presence is not great. Okay. And yes, you know, again, comparing her to Beyonce, compared to Beyonce, she's really not great. Just honestly, compared to a lot of people, she's not great. So I already had low expectations for this performance, but she really, she didn't even meet my expectations. I just feel like she could have done more. I just felt like if she knew she was pregnant, which obviously she is at least five or six months pregnant, I felt like she should have canceled or yeah, I felt like she should have dropped out and let somebody that was going to like give more into their performance do it. But it is what it is, you know, at the end of the day, she looked pretty. Um, <laughs> But again, congratulations. I am happy for her. Rihanna, um, you know, I know I'm sure is a wonderful mother. Um, so yeah, next up on Drop It Like It's Hot Topics, um, Beyonce announced her Renaissance tour about, I think I want to say she announced it what, a, a week or two ago. So tickets have started selling. She started selling tickets for it. Um, the process was a little weird. So like, to get tickets, because I think they were trying to prevent whatever the hell happened with Taylor Swift and SZA, they didn't want it to happen this time. So, like, to get tickets, you had to, like, sign up for, like, pre-sale, and you could sign up for, like, di- there's, like, different groups, and when, and you get, cho- to be honest, I'm going to be real with y'all, I did not understand the process to get those fucking tickets. I didn't get it at all. I did sign up for pre-sale for, like, three different cities. But I didn't even, I didn't really understand the process. But um, a lot of people have started buying. The tickets are, you know what, to be honest, they're not bad from what I've seen. They are expensive, but like I expected that because it's Beyonce and like people are like comparing it to her tickets in the past. Y'all gotta realize inflation is crazy right now. I heard going on tour is gonna be very expensive. So, of course, the tickets are going to be expensive. But I think it also depends on, like, the city and, like, a bunch of other stuff. Um, You know, like I said before, I've seen Beyonce before in concert. I saw her when I, in Atlanta in 2018 when she was on tour with Jay-Z, the On The Run Tour 2. And it was a great show. I went through hell and back to get there. Um, I think I told this story before. It was, like, 
I, you know, and I don't even remember why I decided to see it in Atlanta and not just here in D.C. <laughs> but because I live in the DMV. Um, I don't know what possessed me to go to Atlanta to see her, but that's what I, I bought the tickets in Atlanta. I, you know, I was in school back then working two dead end jobs, so I couldn't really afford a flight. And at the time I had to pay for my sister because she was broke. And I, at the time I didn't travel solo. So I had to pay for her because I didn't want to go alone. So we took the Greyhound bus and it was like an 11 hour car ride or bus ride. And it was just fucking hell on earth. Um, but we saw her and it was beautiful. So I definitely want to see her again. I did not buy any tickets yet. Um, we'll see. I don't really know because I, I want to see her in a different city. I don't want to see her here in the DMV. I don't. She's going to the um, FedEx field, which is where the Redskins. Sorry, whatever the fuck the Redskins are called now. Um, the Washington. What the hell are the Redskins? You name the DC football team. Um, they 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 play their games at FedEx field. I do not like FedEx field. I've been to FedEx. I've only been to FedEx field once in my whole life, and I did not like it. So um, we'll see. But yeah, so she announced her tour. So everybody's getting really excited for that. Um, to be honest, I do think this is probably going to be her last tour for a while. I don't I don't see Beyonce going on tour again for a while. To be honest, I'm surprised she's going on tour now. She's a lot older now. She has three kids now. She must really enjoy touring. To me, touring looks awful. Looks like a lot of work. And it looks tiring. But that's why... I really want to see her because I feel like this is going to be like her last tour. So we'll see if the odds are in my favor when I'm ready to buy tickets. Um, so yeah, speaking of Beyonce, the Grammys was, I, think, I want to say the Grammys was like a week or two ago. And Beyonce became, she made his, history, she became the most awarded artist of all time. So congratulations to Queen B. She now has the most Grammys out of, like, anyone ever. So that's pretty cool. But, as usual, she got snubbed for Album of the Year, again, for the sixth time. Harry Styles won Album of the Year. And, you know, it was a big deal because while it is nice that she's the most awarded artists of all time there are I think about six categories that really mean a lot in the Grammys and one of the biggest ones is album of the year and every single time Beyonce's album is nominated she loses to some idiot that doesn't deserve it I remember in 2017 was that 2017 was that the last time she was when she was pregnant with the twins she was snubbed some idiot named Beck won no, no, sorry. That was the year Adele won. And then after that, somebody named Beck won over her. And now Harry's freaking Styles. <sighs> okay. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, the, the Grammys was interesting. Lizzo won and her speech was cool. She shouted Beyonce out. Adele won. Um, they did a hip hop tribute. I thought the hip hop tribute was cool. I wish it was longer because... They definitely should have had... I don't think they had any Southern artists on there. 
I well, I think Little Baby performed, but like they should have had like old school Southern, like Outcasts and stuff. So I definitely wish the hip hop tribute was longer. Um, apparently, this is the 50th anniversary of hip hop, so that's pretty cool. I didn't know. I didn't know hip hop went back that far, but that's awesome. Um. Maybe it's the 40th anniversary. I feel like 40, it sounds more accurate than 50. I didn't, I don't think hip hop was around in the 70s. Anyway, um, that's it for Drop It Like It's Hot Topic. Um, next up, the book of the, well, book of the episode. So I just finished reading a book called Love and Color. It's actually the perfect book for Valentine's Day. It's a really cool book. It's, um, a bunch of short stories and, um, well, I guess they're like mythical, like stories or whatever that are just like retold. Um, it's the author's name is Balu Babalola. So she's Nigerian. Um, it's a great book. I really enjoyed it. I don't really like short stories because I get so engrossed in the story and I get so annoyed because it's like over. But I like the I like the short stories a lot. Like there's some that take place like back in the day. There's others that are like more modern. So it's a really great book. I definitely recommend it. Again, especially for Valentine's Day. It's like super romantic and um, a really good book. I like it. I think this is my third book of the year. Third or fourth book. So yeah, it's a great book. Anyway, so last up, because I don't want this episode to be long, to be honest. I really just want to keep it under 30 minutes. So last up is Iffy Rants. Um, my rant is just about Valentine's Day. Um, I know that Valentine's Day can be very, um, what is the word? Sad, I guess, for single people like myself. But to be honest, like, I don't feel sad today. To be honest, today feels like a regular day. Like I, I, I actually forgot it was fucking Valentine's Day until somebody at work, like at work, mentioned that it was Valentine's Day. Like it just felt like a regular day to me. But um, I don't feel sad at all. I feel fine. Um, and I really want any single people out there that are feeling sad, like don't feel sad. I saw this TikTok where the girl was like. You know, because a lot of people in relationships, when they're giving advice to single people, they like to say, oh, work on yourself, whatever, whatever, you got to work on yourself. And the girl was like, I've worked on myself, like, I want a man. And I definitely resonated with that, because it is true. Like, a lot of single people give the most basic advice to a lot of people in relationships give the most basic advice to single people. And it's always like, you know, work on yourself and it'll come when you least expect it. And to be honest, I really do get tired of that cliche ass advice, especially that least expected bullshit. I've been least expecting it for the last 28 years and nothing is going on. So now I'm going to start trying to expect it. Um, but you know, like I said, I really don't feel that bad about Valentine's Day or even being single. Um, you know, definitely have my moments where I think about it because especially like when everybody around you is like in a relationship, but I just feel like God's time is the best time. And I feel like God definitely has my, the man of my dreams, the man of my prayers out there 
and um, he will reveal him in due time. I do hope that due time is soon because 30 is looming. Um, (laughs) But until then, I'm definitely enjoying being single. There's many, there are many benefits to being single that I do like. Um, But yeah, yo, any single people don't feel sad, yo. Literally take yourself out to eat. Take, take a, take a friend out to eat. I went to a Valentine's Day brunch and that was a lot of fun. Like, again, Valentine's Day is not just about romantic love. It's about love in general. Love for your friends, love for your family, love for food, love for my podcast, okay? So, yeah, and again, anybody, everybody that's in a relationship, happy Valentine's Day to y'all. I hope your significant others um, got you some nice things. I saw some pretty nice gifts on my Instagram. Some of y'all's men are some good men. Okay. I saw some very nice gifts and I'm going to message some of y'all and ask if they have a brother. But anyway, that's it for, um, what do I know? Thank you guys for listening. Bye.